This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. In episode 2F09, when Itchy plays Scratchy's skeleton like a xylophone, he strikes the same rib twice in succession, yet he produces two clearly different tones. I mean, what are we to believe, that this is some sort of (laughs) a magic xylophone or something? (laughs) Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. Welcome to Three Bad Neighbors. Yeah, here we are. Um, this we're is, back. Yeah, we're back. It feels good. Yeah, it feels great. I'm uh, I'm I'm really glad to be here. It's been a while since I've seen you guys, so yeah. it's um it's really great a to be back. Too long, really. I'm yeah. well, and this is uh, for those that may not be aware, this is going to be our like mid season finale. Yeah, as that's it were. right. Yep. So uh, this we're actually recording this uh, before the previous episode that you listened yeah. to. So yeah. this is going to be our weird kind of like catch up session in a yeah, way, yeah. even though. <laughs> Really, we should have done it last time, yeah. <laughs> but it's whatever. We're recording out of order. That's yeah. what we need to do. It's, it's what happens. It's what you do. Um, welcome to Three Bad Neighbors. My name's Greg. My name's Alan. I'm Steve. And this is a show where we talk about The Simpsons. Specifically, we are an encyclopedic <laughs> compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons one through ten. Correct. Um, and it's back, baby. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> After like a three-year hiatus, three-year hiatus, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like uh, Steve used to say it all the time, yeah. yeah. Um, but then it kind of like petered out. I figured I'd bring it back because I haven't had a catchphrase in a while. Catchphrases are good, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what we all want from life. Really. It is, yeah. It really is. Um, so today we are going to be talking um, itchy and scratchy and poochy and right. poochy. <laughs> yeah, Don't everyone's had the. <laughs> Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> woof, woof, woof. The original dog from hell. You mean Cerberus? <laughs> uh, which we'll get into. Absolutely. Uh, but Greg. Yeah. Steve, how have you guys been? Well, um, you know, I, I'll concede to Steve. Well, sure. I've been, uh, you know, a little busy. Yeah. As we've talked about several times, you know, being a father's not easy. But no. um, getting through. Yeah. Sophie hit nine months, and now I'm just doing the thing. Yeah. That's great. I, I like I like having, uh, this is when we, we're going to go to one, one of our regular segments, uh, which is called Sophie Watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because our listeners often demand to know what the status is of uh, Steve's daughter, Sophie. Yeah. yeah, and I got those notes to come, and that's fine. We'll save it. But uh, <laughs> I feel like it's just, it's the best part of every time I get to come back and be with you guys in the show, I mean, it it, it it clears my week, it clears my head, it's my de-stresses, so I'm so so glad to be back with you guys. I'm great. Good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you showed us a little video of Sophie eating uh, spaghetti, was it? Spaghetti and a little bit of beans. A little bit of beans. Wow. That's... Little bit of beans. I couldn't <laughs> believe it when you said she was nine months. Yeah. It was like, it feels like yesterday that mm. it was not that. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It just... Time flies. Feels know? like la- only last month she was eight months. Eight it's months, crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> uh, Time makes a fool of us all. Already eating spaghetti and beans. Yeah. That's the thing. You just that's like a, a that's like a third grade food item. <laughs> she doesn't know. She's eating at a third She's grade. She's not level. a connoisseur. Spaghetti with beans. 
What the hell? Yeah, it's a weird She's combo. She's like, yeah, this is good. And everything's room temperature, right? Now, they can be too hot or too cold. So it's just room temperature noodles, room temperature spaghetti sauce, and a She's few gonna beans. She's going to grow up and like, go to a restaurant and be like, yeah, can I get the spaghetti and beans, please? Room temp, as always. I'm going to be like, what? It's a family tradition. <laughs> can I use that to, can I piggyback onto that into my have you been? Oh, yeah. Because I've been eating a lot of room temperature food. <laughs> Now, is this because you uh, enjoy it that way or because you don't have access to heating apparatuses? That's basically how it's served at the Banff Springs. <laughs> <laughs> That's their speciality. <laughs> no, and like the, you, you got to get it at the exact right time in the yeah. cafeteria, in the staff cafeteria, to be like, oh, I'm going to get it. Like, right at 1030, it's hot. For sure. <laughs> But I don't have time to get there at 1030. That's, uh, who that's does? the morning. That's sleeping time. Yeah, it's I'm good. Thanks, buddy. Um, what is this, breakfast? <laughs> you know, they actually canceled breakfast due to lack of interest. Really? Yeah. That's Just ridiculous. in the world? It, <laughs> breakfast is Breakfast over. has been canceled? They're, I wasn't told. They're starting at the Fairmont, and then it's going to be a thing that might launch. They made it a 24-hour thing at so many fast food restaurants, and now no one does it right. before 2 p.m. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So they're just going to call it a wash. <laughs> uh, no, I've been like, because they give us a food card and you yeah. just like, you, you go in and it's like tap, 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 tap. And you. It's pretty cool. I want a food plate. card. It's great. It's really nice. How does one get one of these food cards? You got to be a contractor at the band's <laughs> Yeah. Whole to do, yeah. It's a it's a whole thing. It's <laughs> a whole like thing. unlimited, or they give you a quota. It's like you can. Um, it's like it's a like a per diem. It's like a fifteen dollar credit. Per so diem. yeah, you get you per get, day though, or yeah, per day. Okay. Wow. Swing. That's pretty good. Yeah, and like the, it's basically enough for three meals. Get a Baconator combo for that. Yeah, but the meals <laughs> That's cost. That's compares most food now. How many Baconator combos can I get for that price? Listen, <laughs> my my rent is roughly 110 Baconator combos a month. <laughs> Which is sad, really, because I'm like, that's 110 Baconators I could have had this month, but I got to give it to some some landlord. No, he can get a full on baconators and not me. <laughs> and I know he's spending that money on baconators. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's in my my rental agreement. Uh you yeah, you <laughs> You you have notoriously shown me your your rental agreement several times yeah, without it's me in crayon. without me asking. <laughs> your landlord is eleven. It smells like uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's not even a house. It's like it's like a playhouse in a yeah. backyard. Yeah, I don't know why you signed. That. I don't know. It seemed like a good deal at the time, <laughs> but it, it Rent, conforms. Listen, renting is hard in Calgary. Uh, we yeah. all know this. Yeah, being a landlord is hard in Calgary too. Well, yeah, especially if you're 11. Yeah, can you imagine <laughs> the responsibility? Oh boy! Could you just give him 110 baconators, baconator combos, uh, instead of? cash he probably would accept it the pro it's like it's that's a lot of what his parents though well <laughs> this is cool Listen, let me ask my dad <laughs> my dad's a lot of drink no. trays let me just put it that way <laughs> and they don't make them compostable yet no yeah you know. i thought about that too you think we that by now they'd be like, yeah, sure, throw the cup out in the compost as well. Yeah, yeah. we gotta we gotta change the we world. Got guys. Straws falling nineteen thousand pieces after <laughs> half an hour makes yeah. all the cups do the same thing. <laughs> that's the mo that's the craziest thing, and I'm having that's a pretty good life if that's the craziest thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but when I get a when I, when I'm having my after show cocktail mm. in the Rundle <laughs> 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 of the match. <laughs> 
Drinks Hotel where I live for free. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm enjoying my cocktail 30% off because I'm a staff member there mm, right now. Very nice. Uh, the, the, the straw just collapses in on itself. Yeah. You should bring your own. I should. I have my own. I have a metal go. straw. Yeah. I would be. I mean, you, the you coolest can also kid drink things bar. without straws. I, you have to be that guy. Don't worry. I don't need a straw. <laughs> I brought my own. It's a little carrying case. I could drink it without <laughs> straws, but you ever like they cocktails come with ice, and I don't want my teeth to get. Uh, yeah, I have sensitive d- teeth. Yeah, and you know it does that, depend on the cocktail, but yes, that really awkward so. moment when you, there's not much left in the drink, and the whole thing, all just the ice hits your face. face. Yeah, oh, yeah we've all been there, right? Absolutely. <laughs> they should make straw holders that attach to your glasses. What? So you could just off your glasses. <laughs> Back on the side holder. What? Off you go. This is a thing because it's like a James I've, Bond thing, right? Yeah, I've never had a, like a good place to put mine. Now you do. Like it says, like it has a little key key ring on it, so it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put it on a keychain. Bullshit. Not gonna happen. It's the biggest thing on my keychain. <laughs> I know. I'm Thank a very you. minimalist when it comes to keychains. Yeah. Two keys and my car fob, and that's it. Yeah. I get locked out of a lot of places because <laughs> I forget a lot of keys. <laughs> But I stand behind. But you're like, but my pockets feel nice and light. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm gonna let's take out our keys. All right. Hold on. This is key watch. All right. Mine's upstairs. You guys know I leave my keys upstairs. Right. Sorry. He's never been able to participate. You already told us. Yeah. You. you, So I think you. Jesus Christ. What's going on here? Yeah. So for the listener, uh, I'll just describe my keychain. I got a uh, Phillips Brewery bottle opener. Okay. Which has become been very handy. Is that a back pocket item? Hmm? Do you put these in your back pocket? No, they're pocket? in my front pocket. Okay, I was going to say, sitting on that Oh, no, I would never back pain. pocket my keys. Bruh. I would stab you in the ass. Yeah. Yes. I got my, my, my car key. I got my two that's, house keys, because there's fair. one for the front door and right. one for my suite door. Right. Yes. Right. And then I have uh, my Cuff membership, Okay. Cuff. which is the Calgary Underground Film Festival. Yep. Uh, I'm member number 273. They don't Ooh. have record of this, so that's why I need to keep this. You know what it looks like? <laughs> What's that? It looks like an Alcanon trip. Do you have to be a member well, to get in there? on the other side. Oh, six months. <laughs> that, Congratulations. Well, sorry, there's a little smudge there. One month. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm on my way. Uh, <laughs> and then I got my car fob, I got my work fob, and my work key, my work master key. Without right. the, the member number, do they yeah. call you in? Is there privileges with that? Can't you just say I'm I mean, it's one of those things. You know when like places have student rates? Yes. Yes. Very rarely do they actually say, "Let me see some student ID." That's punk, true, right? Mm-hmm. It's that kind of thing where it's like I could, but because they have discount tickets for their shows for members, so instead of a fifteen dollar ticket, I get a ten dollar ticket. Whoa. So when I buy a ticket online, I choose the Cuff members and you know and do that. It doesn't ask me for my number or anything, but there's always a thing in the back of my mind. Like one day, someone's gonna be like, "Oh, I see you bought a Cuff membership uh, <laughs> ticket. Let me see your membership, you, you little squirt." <laughs> Just a just a guy who really takes his door yeah, job where he's seriously. like he's like I, I want to make sure no, no non cuff members are getting these tickets. If that ever happens, I need to see the photo of that guy because I've already got an image in my head of what he looks like. <laughs> looks kind of like us to be fair. I definitely will. <laughs> It'll happen, and I'll be like, "Can I get a photo of you, sir?" He's like, "All right." It's for the cuff uh, yearbook. <laughs> the cuff yearbook. Um. Greg, you got a pretty similar setup. You got yeah, keys and a fob. And yeah. what's that purple thing? Yeah. Uh, it's my gym membership fob. Oh wow! Yeah, that's uh, anytime. A what? Beep. Gym membership. Yeah, it's, what's it's the key? It's the key to the gym? door. A game. A game. A game. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> that's my bad. You um, you speak very bad English. I, well, uh, and I don't go to the gym. Uh, <laughs> and then picks. 
I wow. Have, I have a leather thing for ah. in case of emergency picks. Yeah. That's right. They've come in handy a lot. I have, what's, I, a, what's, a, what's a pick emergency? <laughs> oh, you know, if I want to serenade a lady. Yes. <laughs> you don't need a guitar. All you need is a handy pick. That's right. Uh. <laughs> That's I've actually been in a few situations where someone said, do you have a pick? And really? I have to say no. Next case, I'm going to call up Greg. Yeah. That happens with me, except with cigarettes. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> they ask me if I have a cigarette all the time. Oh, you always smell like c- cigarettes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's, it's my, my eau, eau, de, eau de toilet. Eau de toilet. Eau Thank de you. Toilet. You're welcome. <laughs> it's an mix of cigarettes and Baconators. Yeah. Thing is weird is called ode to toilet. Where uh, does that come from? I've always thought that. It's, is that you like an ironic thing, or is that a real thing? Uh, it's like of of the to- of the toilet, which means you find it in the bathroom. Right? Okay. Oh, because yeah, because like in Europe they call bathrooms toilets. That's right. Like they just say, "I'm going to toilet." They're much more liberated there. Well, in many yes. ways, yeah. Except for mainly shown in the way they pronounce their need to use the bathroom yeah that's that's the main they're not they're they're not shy about having to say i have to take a shit in the toilet (laughs) (laughs) so liberating whereas like we just say i have to use the washroom yes yeah excuse me or the restroom if you really want to say the loo i must use the loo that's right yeah when ali came back she had like an accent for three weeks um and she would say the loo like constantly there you Mm. go yeah yeah and now we're we're going back. She's also an actor, so are you sure she wasn't just putting that on? <laughs> putting it on? That's a very <laughs> staying in character. Yeah, in case. like that's that's, a that's very something good she would chance. do. That's a very good chance. Do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, guys, do you want to talk about we're, this episode? We're here to talk about the Simpsons, yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a while since we recorded together, and it's just it's just good to be back. It was like yeah, forever. Great. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie show. This is the fourteenth episode of season eight, written by David S. Cohen, directed by Stephen Dean Moore. Original air date February 9th, nineteen ninety seven. Now, this is a Stephen Dean Moore. David, did you say David S. Cohen wrote this? David S. Cohen, yeah. So he was David S. Cohen, still being point. credited as David S. Cohen. Okay. Yes, I believe. Uh, you know, I didn't research this, so don't quote me on this. But I believe it was around the time he moved over to Futurama that it's ex- he started. It's exactly the time. Yeah. He Does he change his name in that transfer? Yeah, Just he ch- because there's someone else credited as David Cohen in the Whoa. Writers Guild or something. So he had to do David S. Cohen. But I think that's like not even his middle name or something. He just thought it. Well, X, cool. X isn't, isn't is not his middle his name. Middle name yeah. But uh, the thing is, um, in John Ortved's book, he talks about how David S. Cohen goes away for a little while, right? To and like allegedly is developing Futurama. Yeah, with with graining. Yeah. Um, but he has like a little bit of a breakdown, mm-hmm. and then he comes back as David X. Cohen. Right. And he never explains it. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good one. Yeah, it's like <laughs> David. Good one, Dave. Uh, you okay? <laughs> Everything all right at home? It's fine. <laughs> it's all good, you guys. Just call me David X Cohen. <laughs> In a couple of months, he's just gonna be X. Yeah. That's all you're gonna see on his uh, credits. Mister <laughs> X. Mister X. Oh boy, that's a bad episode. It sure is. Yeah. It sure is. <laughs> Uh, this is a good episode, though. This is a great episode. I like this episode. Oh, all right. I love it. All right. <laughs> well, well, let's we'll let's, get to that. Let's go around the horn and uh, <laughs> let's let's uh, talk about if we if what we thought about this episode. Initial thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean, so this is one of those episodes, and it's usually the episodes that are itchy and scratchy focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's very meta. It's very like, uh, like the stuff happening to itchy and scratchy is what happened in real life to the Simpsons. Yeah. 
Um, so like anytime they bring Roger Myers Jr. on, then that's usually like a, a leeway from the real. And and even in this episode, like we have an entire writers' room for Itchy and Scratchy that are all based on Simpsons writers. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like their likenesses and whatnot. Um, uh, so I I like the meta jokes and stuff like that. I always really appreciate those um, when they're done well. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and I feel that's done very well in this one. Very important caveat. Yeah. Uh, the whole idea of the episode, in case you guys aren't aware, is. This is so. This is their eighth season. This is Simpsons' eighth season. Mm-hmm. They're at the point where normal TV shows start to die out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so they were thinking, you know, maybe we're on our last couple seasons. Who knows, right? Yeah. They weren't sure. Uh, this episode also marks the official time they've surpassed the Flintstones as longest uh, running animated show. Wow, that would have been a great time to hang it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won. Well, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Fred and the Wil- rest. Wilma, <laughs> Barney, huh? Dino. Never heard of them. Bam Bam. Who? God damn. <laughs> Pretty it's like you're describing characters. strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Dino and Bam Bam? Oh. Yeah, Chippendales. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rescue Rangers. Um <laughs> <laughs> okay, it took you a moment to get there. Yeah, I, I had a beat there. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so so around this time, the um, the network, Fox, uh, actually told the Simpsons writers, you need to introduce a new character. No way. Yeah. So they, they were just like, that's the stupidest thing we've ever heard, so we're going to like make fun of that using Itchy and Scratchy. But of course, we also get Roy, which is their like direct dig, because that was originally supposed to be... Uh, it's a character design they actually originally had for one of the Treehouse segments, the uh, Crime and Punishment, when you go with the toaster. Okay. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be they go to, he goes to another reality where they have another teenage son. <laughs> named Roy? <laughs> and named Roy, and he's just hanging out. <laughs> uh, so they took that idea and put it in this one, and you know they never mention where he came from, and then he just leaves at the end. And it's great. Because <laughs> it it's really just good. like, I also, because I think the, like, Homer's first interaction with him, yeah, hi Roy. Like right. so, just like yeah, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> and then he calls him Mister S. Mr. Yeah. S. <laughs> the entire time, it's yeah. so funny. He's like, yeah, Mister S. Shut up, Roy. <laughs> but it's sagging it, Roy. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's. The- Do you guys have any? Is there any TV shows that you can think of off the top of your head that have this kind of like played straight kind of concept? The one I know, I know of the most that like sticks out my brain the most is Lost. Oh yes, with the the. Specifically, Nikki and Paolo. Yeah, Nikki and Paolo. When you say play but, straight, you mean same idea. They introduce new characters. So basically, well, no, they they introduce a new character, but the characters in the universe pretend like that person was there the whole time. Ah, so it's not like because like yeah, you can introduce new characters throughout lots of shows. Where it's like, hi, I'm so and so, and I just moved here, and it's like, all right, well, you're part of the show now, I guess. But when it's just like like Nikki and Paolo, I don't. Did you watch Lost? No. Um, I feel like a lot of listeners are like guy's an idiot i feel like everyone watched lost but i didn't watch it no i mean like it's we talk about lost a lot on this podcast as you know and i, I know you're always left out but <laughs> yeah you guys won't stop talking about Lost. and i apologize for that uh on I love alan's lost. behalf i love Thank lost you. yeah i appreciate it <laughs> like i could take or leave it really yeah but i know what he's You've talking mostly about left it. i know well, it's key just concepts and just like general social conversation but well, no there were these the two people in lost that came in in season three season three so the idea is obviously like the the castaways there's only 
uh, supposedly, I think there's 40 survivors. I can't remember the exact number, but it's something like that. But does that include the tail section? Um, I don't think so. All right. 40 yeah. people live on that plane and lost? Yeah. Isn't there like 10 people in that cast? Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, there's really like oh. a small cast, so they have a lot of extras. Right. But then they'd also do every so often, specifically Nikki and Paolo, but there's other times too. They every so often have like a featured character who they're just like, oh, this fucking Neil over here who's always been with <laughs> us. Neil. You know, they do it a lot because arguably that is the the kind of thing they could do with that because there's so many unnamed castaways that they didn't uh, like recognize at any point. That drove me crazy. It's like these these there's like ten people in this cast, which is already a pretty big ensemble mm-hmm. for a network television show. Uh, these ten people in this cast are having the most mind bending, crazy fucking adventure that you can ever possibly have. But a lot of the time in the background, out of focus, there's just some people on the beach. <laughs> they're just doing laundry. They're just yeah. They're just trying to survive. Fucking, fucking making, Roy over there. <laughs> just making some making some pow pow fruit sandwiches. It's I don't like, know. What they, they don't give there. a shit about the smoke monster or the polar bear. Yeah, they're yeah. having a normal time. Yeah, yeah. This is all normal for them. Haven't uh, you guys been in a plane crash? <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> We're just what, trying to survive yeah. without what made, eating each other. Uh, what made Nikki and Paolo the most egregious is they had the, the caveat of the show is that each episode is featuring a specific character and they have like flashbacks of them before the, the island. And so one episode they had Nikki and Paolo be the featured characters, which had never been uh, known until that season. Hmm. And the weird thing was there was like episodes in that season where they were trying to build up to that episode where it was going to show their flashbacks. So they'd have... Like someone come up and be like, "Hey Sawyer, I uh, just uh, found this on the beach." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks, thanks, Paolo. You're my best bud." <laughs> it's just like, "Wait, who's this?" <laughs> you could tell they were like trying to like weasel them in there, and it was they, just weird. They put in effort. They, they tried. Did. They did try. They tried. And then they have their featured episode where they both die. Spoilers yeah. for Lost. Uh, so yeah, but that's like there's there's other TV shows I was trying to think of where they do stuff like this. Um, I mean. And I feel like sitcoms do it a lot. Scrubs. Remember in Scrubs they have Aziz Ansari and this other girl that show up. Yes. In the, I think in the Those eighth like, season. In the final season. The, well, before yeah. it like, gets redid. Before the, the reboot. Yeah. There's like four, I think there's yeah, two other interns. characters. It's basically new interns. Yeah. Uh, I saw Aziz there. Ansari, I think, kind of took his next step before his next step. His next step yeah. before he took his last step. It was him uh, Him and Eliza Coop, I believe, who uh, oh, she, you might yeah, know from yeah, Happy yeah. Endings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's great. Same she character in both shows, but very funny lady. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and I think there's some other, there were some others in that season too, but yeah, I mean, again, like that, you kind of have the excuse with that season or that show where it's like, yes, arguably every year there should be new first year yeah, yeah. medical people. Right? And they kind of do that in the, yeah, there's a few people. Yeah. You're right yeah. about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's more like when it's something like this where it's like a family member yeah, <laughs> where they just are just like, oh yeah, everyone knows Roy that's been with us for a while. And it's like, wait, who? Well, there's the like there's the notorious recasting of the mom in Fresh Prince. Oh yes, and of nobody mentions it. Yeah, well, with a couple little fourth wall wings. Of course, uh, I don't think I noticed it. I haven't watched this show since I was a child. Of course, and I do not remember noticing the mom changed. Well, the thing is, I'm when... not very good at like picking <laughs> up on. It's very, it's a very obvious change. But if you're just watching it in syndication, I'm just it's watching Will. <laughs> I'm there for Will, man. Yeah. I mean, we all are. And Jeff. Well, the first, the first hand Viv, <laughs> the first hand Viv famously got, like, did not get along with Will Smith. What? And that's why they fired her. No way. Yeah. How do you not get along with Will Smith? He seems like a good dude. Apparently, she hated him. She thought he was a he was a little whippersnapper. 
Wow. An asshole. Um, but then, yeah, they bring in the, the new Aunt Viv, and the first episode of with the new Aunt Viv, Jazz comes in. That's uh, who I'm referencing by Jeff. Oh, that's what <laughs> Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> right. Sorry. DJ, We're on first DJ basis. Jazzy right. Jeff. Yeah. I forgot you have his number. Yes. <laughs> but he comes in and says, hey, Aunt Viv. You know, something looks different about you. Like he's he, you know, winks at it, and then Will Smith is like looks at the camera and like does like a. It's mm. <laughs> great. I love fucking love that show. I think I vividly remember that episode, <laughs> but I have I had no idea why. I can relate to that feeling right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like why he was doing that? Yeah. What are you? What are because you doing there, I Will? watched it out of order right. in syndication. Ah, I see. Yeah. Right? Because you're like, because because it's like if it's the first episode you ever saw of the show, you won't get you'd be it. like, I don't get it. <laughs> Even if it was like it, like because when when would we have watched it? Like I I was I would have been like when eight did the show win? Ninety five. I want to say it was ninety two to yeah like ninety six. Uh, it was on every was, Sunday I think it was night. Five or six seasons. I remember I, I used say. to get some iced tea and a pack of goldfish, and I was like so. <laughs> what pumped. flavor goldfish? Cheddar. That was all there was. Obviously back then. cheddar. <laughs> this Obviously, isn't, this is a new millennial goldfish, man. This was just straight up cheddar. It was the only flavor. I wasn't like my cheddar. It was just goldfish. I think there was barbecue. I think barbecue existed no. back then. If there was, original, I was too poor to know it was a cheddar. flavor. My mom was like, "No, it's no barbecue. We're just getting the no name brand." What else? It wasn't even goldfish. It wasn't even like name brand goldfish. Yeah. It was like shitty no name little fishies. Is what they call them. They <laughs> have those at the dollar store. They call secret stations. You, you know what the difference is between those and goldfish? Hmm. There's no smiles on those ones. Uh, that's right. Yeah. They don't goldfish smile back. Sad. <laughs> if anything, They're very stoic but, fish. Yeah. They're just like, listen, I don't need to smile about shit. The stoic snack. We know <laughs> why I'm here. Smile back. Um, so, uh, Steve, what did you think of this episode? You know, I want to say that I really didn't like it because I don't like Poochie. But I think that's the point. You're not that supposed to point, like Poochie. Yeah. So yeah. in that sense, it was a really good episode. But yeah. there's lots of great jokes. Millhouse is in, which is always my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. He never lets you down. You notoriously love Millhouse. Yes, yeah. of course. Well, and we've talked about how this season is like, they've they've really, really needled the Millhouse's I think they figured thing. out that yeah. he's a crowd favorite. Yep. And I, I always side he's with Millhouse. He's been in pretty much every episode, hasn't he? Yeah, like, that's Even true. if it's just one line. So like, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoy the little writers because they always poke fun at the writers. Mm -hmm. And I love the nerds. <laughs> I love the nerds. Do you have a favorite writer character that was featured? I couldn't tell you <laughs> because I didn't really know that they had actual personas. No, but I mean like... like could you like, describe him in the episode? The guy in the sound booth when they're recording the audio... That's the guy, right? He's the best guy. <laughs> Could you just read the script? <laughs> He's the best guy. I believe so that funny. was supposed to be uh, David S. Cohen. Oh, no, sorry. Um, the guy with the squid shirt was David S. Cohen. That's right. I the, guy, the guy who's talking in the booth was... Uh, fuck, I had, I had a bunch of them. Because the unibrow was David Silverman, <laughs> That's you right, said. yeah. Uh, and the guy with the fishing tilly hat and the beard who gets fired is George Meyer. <laughs> Yep, that's George Meyer. Which uh, is so great. <laughs> <laughs> he was he's my favorite. Uh who's the dude in the booth? Uh the voice recording guy with just the, the voice recording guy, that's the right. Weakest voice. Oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's one line. I saw his name, like I saw it was based on one of them. I'll find it here. You guys keep talking. But like the, the meta nature of the of the episode is something that I've well, how did that land with you? Because I like it, it's something that I'm uh, that I that I wrestle with a lot of the time. Just being like, is this? I, I like it in this episode, but the, a lot of the time they can go too far with it. Can you give me an example when you think they go too far? 
Uh, a lot of it's like lampshading. Um, like, um, whenever they, whenever they do like something like, oh, let's point out a moment. Um, probably the best one that, that I completely always go to is like, is the badger plot. Okay. You know, where he's, where like they, the Simpsons have a badger in their yard. <laughs> um, and then, uh, by the time the episode is, uh, goes to the second act after the first commercial break and the badger's still there, but they're on to another problem. Yes. Uh, it's like growling through the window and Homer's like, go away, you. We have another thing to deal with now. And he's just like, aw. And he leaves. And it's just like, oh, yeah, the Simpsons do that. Yeah. A lot of the time they set up and, and it's just lampshading that. And right. It's, and that's a very meta joke. It's like, look at what we do. Yeah. Um, the episode, like, Itchy and Scratchy based episodes in general, yes. like, The Front, um, is the, like, that's that's the one where Grandpa writes for the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, like, the those ones, that one's not nearly as solid as this one, I right. find, um, because it wasn't written by anybody on the writer's staff. Okay. Um, but, yeah, how did the how did that work for you? Like, uh, how did that rub you? I liked it. I don't think I even really pick up on half that stuff. I just sort of, like, I, I feel like they're always kind of playing and poking fun at something. Mm. And so you, I just sort of let it sort of roll and, and laugh as it comes. I don't really try to, or, or even consciously sort of follow it. I think they're always sort of poking fun at something. Like, there's all these little jokes that writers or or just fox they call out fox a lot yeah and all these other things show up and i I, it didn't resonate to me to sit there and be like oh they're doing that a lot this episode i just really enjoyed that they were able to to come up with this idea where they put roy in because he was in the cartoon that's just kind of what made me laugh and i think that is really a testament to this episode yeah because if you're looking for the meta narrative it's there yeah but if you're not then the writing, it's still funny. Yeah, it weaves it in enough just to make it funny. Yeah. Because Roy is super funny. And that's funny. what it landed with me. Every time Roy showed up, I just laughed a bit. Oh, look, here's Roy. I got a chuckle, and then we continued on. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, we were eating rotisserie chicken. Can you just read the line, please? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it, it, is, it is, it is, yeah. I just, is, I couldn't yeah. see his squid shirt because he's holding yeah. a thing over it, but it's, so it's the same character design of the squid shirt guy later. Oh, no. I know who you're talking about, though. It's not. No, no, not it's not. Oh, it's not the guy who said we were wow, eating rotisserie it, chicken. It's wow. That was, that was when I when they're really in liked. the booth. It's, he's got glasses on. Yeah, it's while they're recording. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. Um, oh God, sorry. No problem. <laughs> yeah, but I was saying that I don't. I don't. I, I just took it as small jokes and 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 left it at that. Every time Roy showed up, I was like, ha ha ha, and then we got back to the episode. That's exactly how I felt when I first saw it. Yeah. I was, I can actually tell you exactly how I felt. Let's hear it. I was so confused when I first saw this episode. Why? Well, I was a kid, right? I was a dumb 10-year-old kid. Right. Maybe, right? I might have been nine yeah. when I saw this episode for the first time. Because, um, like, the new episodes came out into syndication pretty quick. Yeah. So, like, a year later, I'm able to see it. Okay, so my understanding is the uh, the sound engineer yeah. <laughs> who, uh, is not based on a writing staff member. Yeah, okay. Uh, from from but, what I could re- from from my very brief research. But, but what a character! But he's a great like, character. He's amazing yeah. because yeah, he's not a writer. He's a he's a sound engineer. Yeah, so, yeah. maybe it's one of the sound engineers. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like one <laughs> of no the, one knows their names. One of the poor sound engineers <laughs> who's like barely credited and like one of the big block yep. credits at the end. Overworked, of the underpaid. Yeah. yeah. How good of you to inquire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I was very, very confused when I first saw this episode. That's what Roy made me feel like. Cause yeah. I honestly took it at face value. Really? Just being like, yo, yo, Mr. S. <laughs> like, yeah. Hi, Roy. It's like, what? what? <laughs> What's happening? 
Who is this guy? What is this? And then he leaves at the end, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened? What just happened? And so that made me want to know more yeah. about and what you, the hell was going on. Especially at this time, if you're watching it syndication, or even maybe you're watching it live on Sunday, but you're like, did I miss a previous episode? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where like, they adopted this teenager? I did remember, they, is this a part two? The yeah. first time I saw that, I knew this guy wasn't a guy. As soon as he came in the screen, I remember being, because I, you know, you don't miss an episode. You're watching them every week. They're on every Sunday, and you were like, okay. He showed up, and I was like, ha, ha, ha. like, this guy's not going to be around for, like, I knew he would leave at some point. Yeah. I just sort of ways waiting for it. I'm pretty sure I, I was, I was a bit older than, than you, Greg. Uh, um, when it, when 20 it years, aired, right? loser. <laughs> yeah, at least 20 years older than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think because of that, I had the wherewithal at the time to understand the not only the meta commentary in general, but also seeing the parallels between Poochie and Roy. Mm-hmm. And so, like that, never. So because of that, I never was like, "Who's this Roy guy?" I'm like, "Oh, I see what they're doing." And but, I feel like when this episode aired, they 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 commercialed it a lot or advertised. I remember. Like, the, like the, knowing about Poochie before I saw the right. episode somehow. I think maybe it's yeah, the I think I remember that too. I think I remember really seeing picking up previews where it's like... Season. like I yeah. remember the 100, was it 160th episode, whatever the episode was. One, it was 138th big... episode Spectacular was uh, last... Uh, no, season six, I think. Was seven. It? Was it seven? Yeah, it was and I remember seven. that was a big deal. And at this point, it was like it was like a big deal. Everybody watched every episode. And I remember seeing previews for this one being like, oh, this one's going to be great. So I remember kind of thinking... This was a one-off. Yeah, and it's interesting that that, that you're thinking that at this point because very interesting this guy. because this <laughs> this episode is very much about like a perceived decline in quality yeah. of a show. You know, like we well the ending of the episode where they say uh, you should be thankful that they've provided quality entertainment for so many years. Yeah, and at the time it's like yeah, eight years is a lot of time to give you quality entertainment. And look at them now. <laughs> yeah. Look at what happens. <laughs> Season 31. You're welcome. I don't know. Uh, no, thank you. Take it back. <laughs> I would like a full refund. Um, <laughs> no, the um, the whole nature of the of, of like the the meta commentary of this episode really threw me yeah. as as a kid. I didn't I didn't get it until several years later. What did and you think when you were a kid? I honestly thought I missed a bunch of episodes and Roy was, <laughs> was in a bunch of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but like if there was the internet you would have been like, Roy, who is this yeah, man? Who is tell Roy? Me. Yeah. yeah, tell me phone. Uh but I didn't have that. We had one little iMac. Uh <laughs> you know, the the one that's in Steve Jobs, the movie. Well, there's unveils. several in that movie. Well, no, there's <laughs> only one. Oh, okay. There's only one iMac. Sorry. It's the 1998 wow. iMac that he unveils at the thing. And okay. we had that. Specifically for, the one that... The green one. That he's unveiling. Yeah. Yeah. Specific, yeah. We had that one. Gotcha. The one that he unveiled. Yeah. Yeah. It was very expensive. <laughs> we lived in a wood hut. But we had a very good computer. We had a very good computer. No outlet to plug it into, though. So... I really think that one would be more expensive just because he had it on stage. Hell yes. I think so, yes. <laughs> he touched it. Yeah. It's I a Smithsonian think, exhibit. I think he would have just I been think like, like a button who wants from, to buy it right now? A button from his like, shirt that day would be more worth more than most computers. <laughs> Guys, we got to stop with the idolization of celebrities. Why? It's never gone bad, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's understand. ruining the economy. <laughs> oh, you're right. Um, I don't want to pay fucking $50 to get, fucking get my photo taken with... 
Nathan Fillion. <laughs> <laughs> he works hard for that. Well, he shouldn't, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh god i had notes <laughs> my note that i'd like to make uh mm-hmm. note of here uh-huh. is that the show up it starts with crusty the clown <laughs> covered in pies yeah. saying well that was my one man one pie fight. <laughs> one man pie fight yeah i like and you forget about that joke but it is it was so good like, he's funny. just standing there covered in pies <laughs> presumably he was just he was just literally throwing pies at himself pies yeah. on himself laughing and the kids are like that's ah! entertainment that and, is entertainment and i mean that begs the question the james wade eternal question what, what the, the hell, hell is the crusty the, the cloud show <laughs> what is it it's great it's a kid's show but it's also a talk show with mel <laughs> comes he comes out in this tuxedo yeah like this big like tv event for the poochie and the episode. band with the monkeys yeah <laughs> He's got like this big ratings thing. It's like it's a it's a huge privilege to be on the Krusty the Cloud show in the 18th minute. <laughs> it's a good slot. I guess. Yeah. Choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's where everybody goes away because how can they watch TV when it's so beautiful out? Yeah. That's one of my favorite non-jokes because they don't even cut to an image of outside. How could we go outside when it's so beautiful out? It just holds on. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they keep eating cereal. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's like, because usually that's that's setting up for an example, yep. right? Yeah. Just cut to like a tree with sun. Or Ralph know? stuck or, in a hole. Or yeah, something. Ralph stuck in a hole. That's funny. So just to veer off on what the hell is a crazy clown show, uh, my understanding was always that Itchy and Scratchy was a cartoon made in-house for the Krusty the Clown show. Right? Say that again. I wasn't listening. Sorry. <laughs> the the Itchy and Scratchy show was a cartoon made in-house for the Krusty the Clown show. Yes. Similar to the Tracy Ullman shorts of The Simpsons when that was airing, right? That was kind of their meta commentary. I think that. that's what it is, yeah. But it seems to be in this episode that it's a whole separate studio that makes the cartoons and only Krusty has the rights to air them? You know what I mean? Like, they have a whole writer's room for just Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah. Well, we assume they're there just for Itchy and Scratchy, but they could be there for the whole show. I suppose, but no, because isn't the Roger Meyer, is, Roger Meyer's scene, Jr. And he came on behalf like the, of Itchy and Scratchy, Yeah, like, that's my... Co- oh, I see what you're saying. Yep, and it's okay. like, that's like he's like, a, he's like a Disney substitute in some other episodes as well. And so it's like, this is an animation, its own animation studio that does Itchy and Scratchy. It's not made for Krusty specifically, but they have some deal where they'll air Itchy and Scratchy. Are we talking rights? Are we talking Itchy and Scratchy rights? We're talking Itchy and Scratchy rights. Outstanding. (laughs) I love this shit. Okay, so they have a building that is not on the Krusty Lou Studios lot. It's separate. It's separate, yes. And they also have They've got their own own studio because we've seen that get closed down in the past. And then Krusty's like, well, we've got to do Stingy and Bat... Or uh, not Stingy and Battery. The robotic Uh, Chinese uh, Yeah, the uh, uh, Worker and Parasite. Worker and Parasite, yeah. (laughs) They have to do that instead. So it's not like if Itchy and Scratchy gets shut down, Krusty's show gets shut down. It's like a separate entity. Yep. But we've never seen Itchy and Scratchy air anywhere but the Krusty show. The movie. Sh- sure. The, the but movie, that's, that's the, not the show. The movie, but... the movie is different, right? Yeah. So, but there's also, they, 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 Krusty, uh, um, the Itchy and Scratchy has, the studio has retained the rights to the movie, the movie rights, and all ride rights mm-hmm. because right. they have a theme park they sure do so i think that 
is they're I think they're very much like Krusty in a lot of ways, where they're just like merchandising shills. And yeah, I think Krusty is their brand ambassador for this region. Okay. You know, for this region wherever, like this whatever tri-state area that Springfield happens to take place in. You go to Los Angeles. Yeah. You go to Los Angeles, it's probably another clown show. You know? That's what I'm assuming. Yep. I don't think I the agree. writers really thought that through when they did this episode. <laughs> but I'm glad that we're taking it apart. Well, that's, sure that's what we're here it. for. Yeah. Yes. Um, because the other thing is, Krusty is allegedly, in other episodes, a celebrity in and of himself. Yep. Yes. He's not just what we would assume watching most of the episodes, just a local clown who is just for Springfield. And we have to remember that the the lot that all of the things are filmed on is Krusty Lou Studios. Good point. Well, isn't it channel like channel six or whatever? Is on that? the Krusty Lou Studios lot. <laughs> I thought it was the other way around. No. I thought Krusty Lou Studios was go, within channel you, six. You gotta go through the door. Okay. But Krusty airs on channel six. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you got to go through the lot. We all know Krusty Airs and Channel Six. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> but there's no nothing to say that issue Scratchy is written or produced on the lot. They're not. They're not. Which is why they have Krusty Land and Itchy and Scratchy Land. Right. Two different. <laughs> two different theme parks. Two different two lands. Different, two different theme parks. Duff Gardens. Yeah. No, Splashmore. Splashmore. Yeah. <laughs> all these other things that. You got a lot of cool theme parks around Springfield. Yeah. Krusty Shills. You'd love it. I would. You should go. <laughs> I, you're, I'm going. <laughs> Steve, it's you and me now. <laughs> Just what, like, are gonna, what are you going to call the show Two Bad Neighbors? I think dumb. it has a nice ring to it. dumb. You should try it out. Alan, take a hike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so let's talk about the episode within the episode. Let's yeah. talk about the Poochie episode. Okay. okay let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so first of all. Great setup. Who do you think would actually have been the best voice for Poochie? Otto? Of the Lionel ones we Hutz. saw? Oh, of the ones we... Or Homer Simpson. Troy McClure. Troy McClure. Troy McClure, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, Same voice. Same voice. <laughs> yes, of course. It's, Phil, yeah. it's Philly H. Phil Hartman's in the house. Yeah. That yes. means he's coming Respect back soon. Hartman. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just uh, never left. But I feel That's like right. Otto should have been the voice. I'm just going to put it out there. I agree. I think, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> the character design they made is basically an Otto character. Yeah. yeah. So it's the, the obvious choice, I think. Um, <laughs> but I didn't like But you that. know what one of the worst episodes of The Simpsons is? The Otto show. The Otto show. Yeah. Silver Age, boys. Silver Age. If you could cast Poochie with a celebrity, mm. who would it be? Charlize Theron. <laughs> you said that way too quick. <laughs> She's the coolest. So you'd have a male-esque dog yeah. but played by Charlize Theron. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got to think about She's that. got range. Yeah. You see Monster? <laughs> Who's that kid from Boy Me- Ben Savage. Ben Savage? Oh, yeah. I think that'd be good. What a deep pull. Actually, he's a little too innocent. I need someone with more attitude. What does Fred Savage. Name? Fred <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Get him on. And he's a got- little more attitude. <laughs> he's been spit up by Hollywood. Yeah. He knows that he's a, part. He's of a story. director now. Yeah, yeah, but he's still not happy as he was in the golden years. What do they call it? The wonder years. The wonder, wonder years. years. <laughs> that was a real time of his life as it's well. It's true, yeah. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Ah, uh, what a what a what a show! Who's your guy? Who would be Poochie? Who'd be Poochie? Uh, so John Malkovich. Go, he's gonna say, oh, "Whoa, wow. that's hey. Malkovich." <laughs> He'd be great. I was waiting for you to say a name I didn't know. <laughs> He'd get it's so intense. Yeah. 
That's what I want from my poochie. <laughs> but I mean, it's Frank Welker, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. If you got it. Like if, we're, if it's a voice. If yeah. we're being perfectly straight with it, like if it's going to be a voice celebrity, yeah. as it were, uh, Frank Welker. Frank Welker, yeah. yeah. Of course. So <laughs> the episode Megatron begins. himself. Yeah. Uh, the episode begins with... Itchy and scratchy driving to the fireworks factory. <laughs> Two miles away. <laughs> one and a half miles away. Yep. And of course, Millhouse. And it's one of my favorite just small little details in the... Ep- I mean, it's not that small of a detail because it's specifically mentioned a couple times, but just the idea that they needed a setup for the episode <laughs> yeah. for them to meet Poochie, yeah. and they decided, let's have him driving to a fireworks factory. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never get there. <laughs> But Poochie will drive past it in the end. I think that's a little waiting for Gatto. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Sprinkle it in. <laughs> the, for the Beckett fans in the that's audience. That's right, yep. <laughs> Which Sound we know off. there's a lot. I'm one. Uh, yep. <laughs> Crap's last tape, anyone? Uh, no. Uh, Endgame? Nope. Oh, Avengers Endgame, yeah. Great, great, great. Mo- great movie written by Samuel Beckett. Samuel Beckett, as we all know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But they never get to the fireworks factory. Oh, they're never going to get there. No, they don't. It's, and it's very sad. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, they could just walk. It's right there. So here's yeah. the here's the thing about this episode is, and I know it's intentional, but let's just talk about it. These writers are idiots because you're introducing a new character onto your show. That's fine. You don't need to throw out what made your show great. Yeah, which in this case is them mutilating each other, mostly itchy mutilating Scratchy, right? And what you what would have been the smart thing to do, if we're going to get really pedantic here, which we always do, is to have Scratchy, or sorry, Itchy kill Scratchy, and then Poochie come into the situation and kill Itchy. Kill Itchy. <laughs> I was waiting for, like, I, I forgot the scene when they meet Poochie. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's going to shoot them in the face here. Like, I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for him to get violent. And then he just him with Anton Sugar from No Country for Old Men. But you know, I, I'm just like I'd forgotten yeah. that. Like, of course they're going to kill each other here. But then, if, then he, he sings a rap sing, song, he, he, he takes the car, and, and he drives up. Slam, slam dunks a uh, hoop. <laughs> you know, a basket hoop. Oh, what a bad episode! <laughs> so, was he ever going to? Were they just going to change the show completely? Do you think? Was this actually that's the thing? That's, the what, that's what's so weird because, and then. The next, the only other episode we see with Poochie is one where they, you know, kill him off. Yeah. And in that one, without actually killing him, by the way, you thought they'd do an inchy scratchy murder scene. Right. Yeah. They but, fill him with gas but they have the like, <laughs> which I want to talk about that as well. <laughs> but they have Itchy like about to kill Scratchy with a rusty chainsaw. There's a bit of blood. And then, yeah, let's see so. But then Poochie interrupts them. So so yeah, to your point, like, is this now the show? Is that like Itchy and Scratchy are doing something? They're gonna maybe kill each other, but then Poochie interrupts them and like does some cool shit. Maybe that was the writers also putting a jab saying a new carriage would only screw up the Simpsons, so we're not gonna do it because the yeah. show would be different. It'd it's be a su- different show. Yeah. I think it's different supposed dynamic. to. I think it's supposed to reiterate that initial writer's point that Itchy and Scratchy make up a dyad. Which he's super pretentious, but is true. Yes. Especially in a show called Itchy and Scratchy. And Poochie. And Poochie. <laughs> so when when these when these writers are doing this, I I like the the product that we get, the the Itchy and Scratchy episode that we get, I think is the only thing that could possibly have come out of that 
of that particular creative process that we saw all the behind the scenes <laughs> for because we saw three executives lined up across the table <laughs> from a bunch of writers uh-huh. being this is what we need and then we saw those same three executives standing one of the over, writers get fired get fired in the process yeah, yeah. Uh, standing over the artist and being like let's rostify him by 10% <laughs> And we need a little, a little bit more, more attitude. attitude. And it's like, okay, when it's uh, and 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 Lisa says it's a product of group thinking, committee thinking, yep. right? And it's like when you have something like that that is completely put on to a already established franchise, you're not. And the writers are already. We see it in the room. They're not enthusiastic about it. They're no. not. Uh, receptive to it. It's the Amazing Spider-Man Two problem. It's that's exactly what this is. Wow! It's the Amazing Spider-Man Two. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to. He needs to have attitude. He needs to. He needs to skateboard. <laughs> what are the kids, kids these days like? Skateboarding. They like skateboarding. I don't know. Right? Skateboarding and Coldplay. That's Put right. both of those in the movie. What year is it? <laughs> Well, they named him in what the uh, ten seconds. They're like, so we'll call him Poochie. Like, that's yeah, good. yeah. Well, that's, that's another joke I oh, love. Where it's great. like, it's like you know, come up, you guys come up with a name, you know, something like Poochie, but you know, better than that, more proactive, more proactive. <laughs> yeah, proactive. and they leave, and it's just immediately is Poochie okay with everyone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they don't care. Good. No, they don't, <laughs> they don't give, a give a shit. And yeah, that's what you're, what you're saying is that like putting the writers, basically forcing the writers to do a thing they don't agree with, you're going to get an end product like this where yeah. it's mostly garbage and it's just like I'm doing what you told me to there's no creativity here it's just like this is what you've yeah. parroted or that I'm parroting from you because I legally have to write this because right. of the union yes <laughs> and, and also I just saw my friend get fired uh, yeah. for disagreeing yeah <laughs> poor George Meyer <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm calling you those things I'm fired aren't I are those just big was it fancy words that Buzz dumb words. people yeah that dumb people use to sound smart not that I'm accusing you of doing that. <laughs> I'm fired, aren't I? Oh, yes. <laughs> you never see George again. <laughs> uh, it's great. So matter of fact, the way he delivers that. I love it. It's just like, that's Hank, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's Hank. Yeah, yeah. that's Hank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, anyway, so the uh, the episode within the episode, the beagle has landed. Um, <laughs> good name. Yeah, it's a good name. It's a good, good pun. It's yeah. The best joke in the. It's the best. I mean, like, it's like joke. Joke yeah. in quotes. Yeah. Um, it ends with him <laughs> saying, "Catch you on the flip side, dude, Meisters." Not. <laughs> Which already we're in '97 at this point. Yeah. So car. it was outdated not, in '97. I want no, you to what's know. What's that? It was outdated by then. Yes, like, that's that was, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not the not joke was basically funny for three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from 92 uh may 92 to, <laughs> to july 92 to july 92. wait that's only one month. no it's two months uh anyway depends uh, on when in may it started that's true, when yes. in july i was thinking was early it? may right okay yeah late july late july <laughs> <laughs> stupid joke so stupid bad. 90s joke that so bad yeah. does he leave him on the side of the road yeah. Oh yeah, he drives yeah. away. He steals Fantastic. the car, yeah. which and I thought was a kind of a funny joke that he steals the car. Well, he's in your face. Yeah, he's so yeah. in your face. <laughs> so in your face steals your car. He's so in my face. <laughs> no, you're never gonna get to the fireworks factory. Talking about an, a totally outrageous paradigm. <laughs> oh God! So he's proactive, huh? Um, yeah. So I I love everyone's reaction to the episode as well. Oh yeah, like that whole bit at the end. Ned Flanders. What the hell am I watching here? Midge, would you help me out? <laughs> the 
this is like again we talk about how much i hate mo this is great use of mo yeah, great just yeah. being like yeah. angry and <laughs> just outraged <laughs> the hell am i watching here <laughs> Why did you come over? <laughs> Never heard of itchy. That's like if you're like ask your friend like, "Hey, I'm gonna be on the the new episode of uh, Teletubbies. Do you want to oh. come over and watch it?" No. And then you do, and you're like, "What the hell am I? It's like you didn't know what the fucking Teletubbies were. You don't know what a good or a bad episode is. You just show up, and now you're pissed off. Your friend is on TV, yeah. and you're just angry anyway. Um, but I I love Ned's. That's the best episode of Impy and Chimpy I've ever seen. <laughs> He says, I'll be honest, and he's being totally honest. Yeah, yeah. it's great. He's, he's never watched an episode before, although he Carl. has. Carl. Mm. Carl. Uh, you, got a, you got a beautiful home here. Yeah. <laughs> phenomenal. Which is also true. Yeah, he does. <laughs> they have two living it's rooms. It's a palace. Yeah. <laughs> Lobsters for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he forgot to ask for any money. That's the saddest oh, part of this episode. God, I hate, yeah. I hate that so much. <laughs> it just like... Ugh, like it hurts me so much that he didn't get any money. That yeah. he didn't get any money. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, sign a contract, you adult. Yeah, he like they've they've they he verbalized he didn't get paid. No, they just. How do you know he didn't get paid? He He's, said, well, he he does say it in the episode. Yeah. Oh, like there Homer you go. says, uh, and the sad thing is, I didn't ask for any money. Yeah. <laughs> well, live and learn. <laughs> And that's like how they write off the, the idea that, like, ending. yes, Homer should be making residuals from this for the rest of time. Yeah, yeah. And you know they got to keep the status quo. That's right. That's, that's why right. Roy leaves. Well, yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll never they'll never show uh, those episodes again, though. You think so? The Poochie one? Yeah, they'll never show no. the Poochie. Episodes. I think that I here's the thing. I think syndication is so like sought after by networks they don't police episodes like that as much maybe in this world like i could buy it in this world because everyone hated it so much but just speaking in general well, of, i mean like, they have a TV sworn shows, affidavit that says he will never return <laughs> that's different than not airing the other episodes though that's fair you know what i mean like because there's still history there and it's different than the one episode uh where scratchy finally kills itchy where he says they'll never show that again yeah that makes sense to me. But in this case, I think they would happily put it in the syndication rotation and people would be like, oh, remember when Poochie was on for two episodes? Yeah, I'm glad he's dead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the most hated episodes of TV shows I like still happen, like, still get Do you think that they have itchy and scratchy reruns on Channel 6 at, like, 2 in the morning? Oh, like a whole block. Or I guess just, just old Krusty the Clown episodes. Yes. On yeah, I think they, I think they probably air old Krusty episodes. Or maybe, mm. maybe this is another thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is gonna at, be good at the <laughs> at the post midnight block. Uh -huh. You get a Looney Tunes style thing going, and it's just a bunch a of a bunch of them in a row. A bunch of, of them in a row. Yeah. yeah, like the late night block. Sure. No. Well, they don't. <laughs> I don't fucking think so, guys. <laughs> no, no way. This is too much for you. You don't get itchy and scratchy without Krusty the Clown. <laughs> they couldn't figure that out with airing times and twenty-two minutes per thirty. They're not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, I guess this begs the other question of, yeah, like, do do they show reruns of Krusty the Clown shows? We've we've never seen them except for when he they don't specifically talk about them. when oh. he specifically airs like classic Krusty. Yes, but that's when he's like, oh, like we have to do and this they right hand now. Pick. They would never handpick a poochie. No, yeah. Well, Bard of Darkness. They they do. It's, that's classic crusty. Yeah, isn't that's it? what yeah, I yeah, mean. Like because yeah. he's off for the summer. Right. Right. So they they air. 
but that classic crusty over the over yeah, the but that's like different than just showing reruns. Like it's specifically like this is classic. Right? He's, he's, he's very different show. They picked the good ones. Yeah, he's ve- but he's very adamant that he's not excited. About oh yeah, it. Ugh, classic crusty. <laughs> um, Krusty's great in this episode. Oh, he's very. Good. He has some yeah. phenomenal outbursts. I know. Like, yeah. oh, I love the some best. of his outbursts. Yeah. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> I um, should I should replace you right now with a Chinese cartoon where <laughs> robots turn into blingwats, but I'm a lazy, lazy, lazy. man, Roger. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines in the entire episode. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, it's a good one. Yep. Um, no, I was just going to say, because like, if, if you purport that Krusty the Clown show is more like a talk show... Which it often is. Sometimes, uh, you know, something yes. like like late night with Stephen Colbert. You d- like those are like one off episodes for the most part. Like they'll rerun sometimes here and there if they're off for a week. They'll do like, oh, here's some older episodes from earlier this year. But it's not like a syndication thing where they'll just air them whenever. Because like they're all topical. They're all like current, right? It's like we're interviewing. Krusty's very topical. <laughs> we're interviewing fucking I don't know Jim Gaffigan uh, about his upcoming Playmobil movie. And uh, which is a real thing I learned about He's today. In that, <laughs> yeah, the Playmobil movie is, exists. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm remember, sorry. Remember the Lego movie, guys? Like, wait, like Playmobil? Yeah, like the toys. It's like Lego oh, but bigger. Why? Yeah, because they were like, hey, the Lego movie. That's exactly. Was good. They were like, hey, these do, toys do it a different toy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another, and now you're gonna have people being like, Playmobil sucks. And Lego's five years awesome. from now, the Connects movie. Oh, I'm yeah. in. <laughs> It's all sentient connects blocks. Hear me, Disney. <laughs> I know you own the rights. <laughs> Starring Greg Wilson as the Ferris wheel. <laughs> I want to be the uh, like the 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 eight uh, eight input uh, block that you can put together. It's all connects. It's right there in the name. It makes like a like a like a super connects. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and you can put it like like. Coming out of like so many different angles. One of the best Christmas presents I ever got was the roller coaster. Nice. Connects roller coaster. I never got I played it with Kinex. it all the fucking time. Man, I only got Lego. Oh man, connection for the smart Le- kids. No, Lego was like the rich kids. <laughs> think so? There we go. Lego's fucking expensive, man. Yeah, no, it is. I think it got more expensive though. Yeah, it, it, it oh, totally. Got I mean, inflation. Let's Ooh, talk about the economy. Goodness, I got like a nice box of generic Legos. Mm. You know what's a really Duplo? good deal? If you take oh. to like Facebook Marketplace or like you know one of those websites where you can get stuff online, people get rid of Lego oh, yeah. at dirt cheap prices. Yeah. And it's remarkably good Lego. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to wreck Lego unless you it's try true. to. A lot of yeah. people, just, like myself, just like building it, don't like You ever stepped it. on Lego? You don't win that battle. <laughs> no, the Lego is fine, and you aren't. <laughs> I've cried. I've cried stepping on a Lego. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Um, that that was a that was a fight that I had with my mother. <laughs> you know, it's weird. They never Lego never teamed up with Ego. That's a that's a good point. Make Lego Egos. It's a terrible point. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great point. I definitely would want to eat a waffle made out of Lego. <laughs> I was thinking the other way, where you build a waffle, but you know, well, out of Lego. Let's just revel in our differences. There's Ego Legos and there's Lego Egos. I prefer Lego Egos, not Ego Legos. I'm lost. <laughs> Ego Legos. <laughs> uh, there's there's something that I wanted to mention before we wrap this up about uh, Prego. Damn it. Ah, the past is would have been a, yeah, it would have been a fun bit if I continued with it. Like I want to point that out that I was thinking Prego Lego. Prego Lego Ego. Ah. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> Just make a 
tower, like some sort of castle of of Eggo waffles, and it's just, just covered in marinara sauce. Covered in marinara sauce. Lego men surfing around. Yeah. Right? That's a that's a master chef thing. Oh, by the way, I won that. I just wanted to say that's yeah. a little update. I was gonna I was gonna talk about it in the next episode record because it comes uh, out before this. Oh, right, good point. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot I said that. that up Cut yet. this out. Yeah, it's a spoiler alert. <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out, then put it back in. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about the because this episode is clearly satirizing a lot of things, um, like network interference in general. Um, uh, as I talked about before, the perception focus groups, focus groups, the the perception of decline in quality in quality in in shows, the the process of making network television in general. Um, but it's also satirizing fan culture. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And we haven't touched on that yet. That's true. Because uh, we're part of it. Oh, yeah. Right? We very Hi. much are. Yeah. <laughs> we're part of this culture of worst episode ever. Yes. Um, I mean, literally, what we're just breaking down for the past, I don't know, 20 minutes <laughs> is what Mr. Genius at Work was complaining about in He'd be this on episode. Your show. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Doug, I think, was that his name? Something or like Gary? That. He's one of the college one of those nerds. nerds. Yeah. yeah. One of the nerds. One of those nerds. Yeah. And Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, blow out your mic. It's one of the best moments of the show. <laughs> yeah. Pardon me. Uh, so I just wanted to, like, if this if this episode was made now, yes. it would be bad. <laughs> but. <laughs> well, this is, so 97, this is like the internet is becoming a thing. Yeah. Like, uh, it's referenced in the episode it with sure Tom is. Guy, right? Mm. And that was still a new thing for a lot of people i remember when i saw this episode for the first time i knew what the internet was we had fucking dial-up right yes yes (laughs) but i wasn't (laughs) but when he said (laughs) thank you uh but when he said i was online registering my i was like what people do that and you find out well i found out later there's there was like a whole like the Simpsons uh, database, or not database. Uh, Their Usenet group. Usenet, thank you. Yeah, the that thing was like a big reason the internet became a thing. Really? <laughs> yeah, or at least like the internet we know it know it uh, now, as we know it now. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> struggle with that sentence. But because it was like, yeah, it was fans coming together to discuss the episode, and it became essentially what the internet is now which is very much you look at youtube you look at reddit you look at all these sites where an episode of television happens and immediately people are registering their oh, disgust yeah. <laughs> or yeah. praise and i've never watched uh what's the, game of thrones right but i know a lot about that show yeah just from, from the internet. just having an account on twitter and <laughs> on facebook yeah. i know a lot about both those shows yep. i know that last season was terrible for a lot of people yeah and i know a lot of spoilers and i don't even know these characters but i know what happened because it's huge yeah yeah anything that hits that kind of cultural impact level like and i don't even want to see it yeah you don't it's need to everywhere. watch it to know so many details about it yeah. <laughs> Uh, can I read what um, Planet Simpson author Chris Turner and friend of the show had uh-huh. to say about Passive this? future guest. Yeah. Um, he described the episode as the most contentious and direct counterattack the Simpsons ever unleashed on its fans. Wow. That's what he had to say about the worst episode ever stuff in, hmm. in that particular episode. Um, and uh, up to that point, it would have to be true. Because this these these college students uh, and comic book guy are the 
representation of what the Simpsons perceives their fan base to be. They yeah. literally have their mascot, Bart Simpson, telling comic book guy to shove it because <laughs> they made hours and hours of free entertainment. Yeah. And he just says, worst episode what ever. Right, what right do you have to complain? Yeah. yeah. And he has nothing to say to that. Yeah. Worst episode ever. Yeah. And Which it. is the first instance of that. Yes, uh, it is. That catchphrase, as it were. I hate it. I hate... <laughs> I, I think it's really funny in the episode, but I yeah. hate what it becomes. It, yeah. And I and I will say it's like... Uh, it's a bell curve, right? Like, it from this episode on, it started to become a pretty normal thing for people to use as often a joke or like a tongue-in-cheek way of just saying, I didn't enjoy this episode. Yeah. So like, worst episode ever, because that's what is funny. And then now it's like, that's not funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so people don't really use it anymore. It's the not... It is, yeah. It's the knot of Do the you think aughts. They read that comment over and over and over again about episodes, and then they decided to throw it in there. Like oh. the writers, uh, yeah. Saw actually, this I think I think there was, there like, was hey, in let's, the, let's use that. I think in the Usenet, I think actually, yes, there was a lot statement. of people who would say worst episode ever. In fact, like what do you as think we've been going the worst through, ever was in the Simpsons. Well, that's what I was gonna say. As we were going through these episodes, I do read the old Simpsons archive uh, stuff, uh, and they have like old reviews of the episode from users that happened when the episode aired. And so many like favorite episodes, maybe not favorite, but just episodes that we right now love, people hated when no they aired. Way. Yeah. And it's because it's it's that thing where it becomes a huge thing in season four, I'd say. Uh, that basically seasons five, like everything post that, people just start finding things to dislike. Yeah. It happens with like any show. And, you know, Sometimes it's warranted and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just like, it's just, it's because it's getting stale. And that's what this episode's about as well with Lisa's whole thing in the focus group is like, it's not that we don't like the show. It's just the same thing again. So you need to like do something new and that ends up being a mistake. But it's, it's because the way they do it is poor, right? It's, it's uh, South Park having Kenny die every episode and then stopping that, right? That's not... Yeah, wow. He doesn't. He hasn't died. He hasn't died in any episode really. I haven't watched it in years. Yeah, Yeah. Um, (laughs) but sometimes they still do. It's true. Yeah, they'll throw it in there sometimes, and they'll have the little catchphrase. But but it's that idea of like, yeah, that joke is getting stale, so they stopped doing it. They adapted, right? Right. And that made the show better. It made it feel less stale. Even like recently, I mean, I'm I'm not really into the show anymore, but recently. I applauded the idea of like serializing it, yep. right? Doing a whole season where it's like all one big story. Two. Two seasons, yeah. I didn't watch last season, so that's probably why. Well, the the one that that really threw them was the 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 Trump election. Right. That yeah. it it did ruin South Park. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it did. Yeah. I, there's it, a lot of things Trump ruined. Yeah. There's not a, but there's... mostly South Park. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Speaking as a Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> We're not fine. No. Uh, we got <laughs> sheer 2020. We got shit. We got shit to do. Um, <laughs> We're working on it. another election. We're working on it. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Focus. Is he going to do that? Is he actually going to do mean, that? I don't fucking know. It's fucking bullshit. I, the politics here are weird. Yeah. Like, they're weird everywhere. But, you know, at least, at, least in the, no confidence, at least in the really? U.S., I can understand every four years there's an election. All right, cool. I can yeah. set my watch to it. In Canada, it's just like so, every so often someone's like, eh, this is an election. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Okay. It, Who are these candidates? It has to happen every five years. Right. Has to. Has to. But. But they can call for an early early one, right? They can <laughs> if they don't have the majority. Mm. However, all they need is the NDP. Mm. So if they can agree with the NDP, they're fine. Sure. 
I got no clue what you guys are talking about, but I feel yeah. like something big is going on right now that I should it's be three bad three bad politicians. That's right. <laughs> the segment. That's right. Where I might be the one who understands Canadian politics the best out of the three of us. Oh, 100%. And that is saying nothing. <laughs> because you understand the election process this much uh, mm-hmm. at all. Because I was like, very, I don't know, every so often little. someone tells me to vote and I do. I know what first past the post means, kind <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that movie Rat Race. That's right. First past the post wins the money. Somebody once told me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, let's go to the reference let's desk, shall we? There. There's not a lot, actually. I mean, most of the references are. Yeah, sorry, um, Steve. I know you usually do this, but Alan wanted to do this. I one. was kind of frustrated that you didn't even. Like, I don't know what happened there. Did you guys have a conversation without me? No, I just wanted. Sorry, we didn't tell you before, but I Alan. Just want, re- I just wanted to barrel into it. He really likes the references in this episode. Is that all right? Yeah, fine. Okay. Fine. <laughs> what the hell? There's go, not a lot go. Of, okay, there's not, uh, That's weird. Like, just go. There's not a lot of references in this I'm episode. I'm cutting it. I'm cutting okay. this part anyway. <laughs> Uh, so Desilu Studios is what Krusty Lou Studios is based on, Boom. which is the uh, Desi Arnaz and Lucy, Lucille Ball uh, studio. I think it's Krusty uh, and Lucille Ball. In this, in this case, yeah, because yeah. Krusty Lou. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, happy Days, the Roy is kind of a, a Happy Days esque, fa- like Fonz esque character. Yeah, okay. Mostly because he calls Mister S and Mrs S. That's like a Fonz thing. That's the. Ma- I mean, also because he's like a cool dude. But um, uh, June Foray, you may be familiar with. Nope. Great. Uh, so June Bellamy is the voice actress in this episode, the in-universe voice actress who voices Itchy and Scratchy. She's based on June Foray, who voiced uh, Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle and oh. many, many, many other classic cartoons. Um, she did not voice the Roadrunner. I believe that was Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc but uh-huh. uh, um, the uh, and actually originally Roadrunner was a like a they like hit hit a thing or something it was like an object it was like a foley thing and then eventually they got Mel Blanc to do it anyway um but June oh. Foray has guested on the Simpsons before as who oh. she was in one episode as the person on the phone for the like baby buggy bumper or whatever in like oh, season 1 oh god Amazing. and then she was like uh, an old lady in a different episode is that some enchanted evening it might be that one, yeah. I think it is. Because I think she's she's credited as like essentially the first guest star for The Simpsons as That's well. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. So June 4th, she's, she's R.A.P. She was great. Um, Teen Beat Magazine. It's Toon Beat Magazine in this case. Toon Beat. Yes. And then, of course, The Roadrunner from Looney Tunes. And uh, Three's Company is the reference Roy makes at the end when he's going to go live with two sexy ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Um, very quickly as well, we get a couple more Troy McClure uh, filmography. Sure do. We get Christmas Ape, and Christmas Ape goes to summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love the I love the Troy McClure filmography. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's vast, vast, lost. Uh, That's all the references. That's it. Yeah, that's ah, it. I wish there was more. I love those. <laughs> well, see, it wasn't a big deal, right? I know. I just, just like to do it. There's just a few. Yeah. Just a couple. Yeah. He just... Again, most of the references are about The Simpsons, yeah. so I'm not going to go through all those. Yeah. They're mostly in jokes. Yeah. Uh, all the writers and shit. Let's roll right along to our episode MVP, shall we? Poochie. <laughs> I have two. Go for it. 
I think Melhouse is the MVP. <laughs> I think Wait, he's the funniest line. character. Two. <laughs> What's his other Well, it, it's kind of just about him because he's the kid who loves the man in the oh, yeah. Speedo. It's amazing. <laughs> That's, true, yeah. That's right. And then he cries that they don't get to the fireworks factory. <laughs> yeah. That's that amazing. Very good. But I love June Whitaker. Whitt- June Bellamy. Yes. Her character I <laughs> thought was really cool. I liked that she was kind of the glue in the episode. Yeah. I do like her, like she's very quick to be very kind to Homer yeah. and like there's no you could foresee them writing this episode and have her be like mm, this new guy like let me show you how it's done but she's very friendly and kind and I would hope that's because they have reverence for most of their voice actors <laughs> like you know what I mean I think yeah. the writers do yeah yeah that's what yeah. I mean yeah and uh, it's also a way to be sure. like like the voice actors are also part of the like the people you're attacking when you're getting mad at the episode these are real people who are doing real characters leave them alone yeah that's right <laughs> Um, Thank you. <laughs> mine's 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 gonna be Roger Myers Jr. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. he's great. Uh, and the fact that they go through the trouble of getting Alex Rocco to come back all the time and do this, yeah. up to his death, it's like, yeah, that's great. Awesome. <laughs> he nails it every time. He really does. Um, so all that's left is our favorite joke. I didn't say mine. Well, I didn't ask you, so... No one cares anymore. Why are you still here? Wow. Come All right. On. Jeez. It's, it's too bad, Dave. Really, really shoving me out. Who's your MVP, Alan? Uh, I think it's Krusty, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think his outburst, like you mentioned earlier, uh, but also just his attitude in the board meeting, I, I really enjoy, you know, like, ah, oh, so he's proactive, huh? Like, <laughs> just those little things like that. I was just like, it's very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> no one mentioned Roy. No. No, I thought someone would pick up on Roy. No, no, I, I don't think he would be my. It's MVP. a big part of the episode, you guys. I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't really care for him personally. <laughs> kind of throws off the groove it's of kind of one note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one and done. Really, favorite joke? Um, yeah. I mean, like the fireworks factory. <laughs> yeah, like unbelievable. When are they going to get the fireworks factory? He starts crying. I do like that. When are they going to get the fireworks factory? Become <laughs> like a shorthand for like writing in general, right? Yeah. Where it's yeah. like if you set something up, it should happen. Yeah, yeah. it's and it's, it's annoying modern, if it doesn't. It's the modern Chekhov's gun. Yeah, the fireworks factory. Yeah, it's a fireworks factory. Um, but. I think that's like at the top of everyone's list on this episode. So I mm-hmm. went and and found a found one that I that I liked almost as much this time around, mm-hmm. and it was, "Do you kids want to come with me?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. sure. I don't see why not. Oh boy, it's so funny. I love how he's hiding behind a yeah. thing too, so it l- looks like a creep. It just lurks out. You got yeah. the mustache and the jacket on. It's like, and the way he says it, "Would you kids like to come with me?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. kind of terrifying. That's yeah, great Good voice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's so funny. Um, mine's actually uh, the original dog from hell. You mean Cerberus? <laughs> no response. <laughs> yeah, they just keep going. <laughs> like that's perfect. <laughs> because that is exactly what a fucking egghead writer would do. Yep. Yeah. I went to Harvard. <laughs> mine I know is, who Cerberus is. Mine is uh, very few cartoons are broadcast live. <laughs> it's a terrible strain on the illustrator's wrists. <laughs> what a great bit. Fabulous. Yeah. Just just bold. She doesn't even. She does, she's not like. She's she's not making fun of him. She's no. just like no, just very few are, are done that way. <laughs> it's very difficult. But I, I would like to honorable mention for the whole scene where they're doing like the the group to learn about the cartoon, and mm-hmm. Ralph puts the 
<laughs> the knob. Mouth. This knob tastes. That whole scene. Please is refrain from tasting the knob. Very good. I really like it. Yeah, that's a great scene. They really are acting like kids in that scene, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And and Lisa naturally is acting uh, like the mature one, but she's she's also like a kid. She enjoys it. She's scratchy, and it's great. Yeah. yeah. How do they get the uh, Funzo? Funzo. In a sorry, in a future episode. Oh, it's like a similar setup, isn't it? Or do, do uh, they do it in the school? They do it in the school. They do it's it behind in school. It's, yeah, yeah, it's in the janitor's closet, and, and the teachers are asking kids, aren't they? Yeah, it's the, yeah, they're like, yeah, they're doing like, oh, what, what would you and want Lisa for Christmas? Stumbles on the studio because there's right. a light behind the chalkboard. Yeah. They they don't. It's a. In it's, my brain, I I conflate these two setups because it's kids focus group kids essentially, yeah. but, but yeah. they're isn't but Gary they're being Coleman lied to. Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's karate. yeah. What you talking about, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> so the Simpsons argued on that way long into the night. <laughs> Is that 10? I think it's 10 or 11. Uh, the Grift of the Magi, I yeah. believe it's called. That might be, it's 10 or 11. I think it's 10. Yeah. yeah. If it is, we get to cover we'll it. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, that about wraps it up wow. for us here at uh, Three Bad Neighbors. Yeah. 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 Final thoughts? Um, I love this episode. I think it's a meta masterpiece. Um, right in the middle of the season, right when you need it. Yep. And it's it's excellent. Yeah. I didn't understand all the context, but thank you to you, fine gentlemen. I really liked it. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like this episode a lot. Uh, mostly, again, just because of the meta stuff. I always appreciate um, when, again, when done well. And it's done very well in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Poochie is a great example of what not to do when yeah. writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't introduce a third to a... To yeah, a, to, to a, a well-established a, duo. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's yeah. just silly. It's silly. And also, like, you know, don't make a character what you think the kids want. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's like a cool guy who's, you know, really, like, good at basketball and <laughs> guitar. Where's plaid? Where's plaid? Yeah. He's got a little goatee. Goatee Sunglasses. Are cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then Poochie died on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> and he's dead. He'll and this come little back. page comes out. Which is funny because I wanted to mention this. Yeah. It's like, that's... You, you are animators. You yeah. can animate him dying. Yeah, I you didn't don't want to need... pay anybody for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a last minute thing. We're like, just move the cell upwards. It's I like, think it's just... I doing? honestly think it was a Roger Myers and Krusty yeah. and... Yeah. Well, yeah, because Roger Myers Maybe, voices I, him. They yeah. probably actually did an episode, and then the three of them were like, "No, no, no, no." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they animated exactly as Homer uh, had his heartfelt speech, and they're yeah. like, "This is no, we can't do this. Let's just kill him." <laughs> yeah, it was like a it was the l- day before, last yeah. minute. Yeah, <laughs> my planet needs me. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah, and like the slide whistle <laughs> goes up. Uh, what a great exit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, where can people find us, Alan? You can, uh, of course, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. You can email us at the Hammock District on Third at Gmail dot com. Numerical three. And uh, you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon. We That's... just did a uh, top five. Um, Things, yeah, top five things of the decade, um, <laughs> and part two will be coming soon after yeah. this episode comes out. So it's good, yeah, it yeah. has been recorded. So don't worry, don't don't worry, everyone, don't worry, don't worry, it's coming. Uh, yeah, so I don't really have. I mean, if you're in uh, if you're in the Banff, come and see Christmas Carol. 
at the at the Fairmont, and uh, it's a lot of fun. That's what I have to plug this time around. Um, you got a movie night coming up? Uh, no, this will be coming out right after Die Hard. So oh, cool. we just did Die Hard. <laughs> cool. Fantastic. I'm so, sure it went well. I, I believe it did. Yeah. <laughs> Future Alan, if you're listening, I hope it went well. <laughs> Steve? Yeah, just teaching. Yeah. Okay. Uh, might be starting my new podcast. Oh, what's that? What? I think this might be my last show. What? I don't want to drop any guys like that, but I, 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 uh, I think about starting a, a second podcast. Oh, okay. Leaving this one on the Boathouse Network, at least, or I'm not sure yet. I've had a lot no, of people right. talking about it. Sure, um, but I'll get back to you guys on what I'm going to do. But I'd like to say goodbye. Right. Okay. Thanks for the episodes. I've really enjoyed myself. Well, but you might have talked about a two bad neighbor situation. Oh, an actual one. But oh, thanks. That was kind of a joke. That was a but, bit. But yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I think well, it was no, a the dynamic is. But I want to thank you guys. Thank the listeners. I had a really good time with all our shows. But I, I think it's time for you to move on. Well. um... All right. All right. Steve, maybe we'll see you in a few years. Thanks, guys. Okay. All right. Bye. Well, he's just... Okay. Oh, he's, he's literally just leaving. He's just leaving. All okay. right. Uh, hmm. Well, uh, I guess we could just... Could we just, like, edit edit this and, like, have him die on, this, on the way home or something? I don't want to... Like, you know, that like, sounds like... That seems really on the nose. <laughs> You're right. You know how much I hate on the nose things. Yeah, I do. And meta commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess that's it for two bad neighbors this time. I guess. Should I we know. do this next week? I, well, I mean, we'll take a break. I think. Okay. And restructure. All right. So we'll see you after the Christmas break uh, in January, I mm-hmm. guess, and uh, we'll see how things go with just the two of us. All right. Steve usually did the sign off. Yeah. I guess. Uh, keep watching the skis. That sounded fine. Sounded all right. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everyone.